Hello and welcome to another episode of Inside the Industry. So yes, we are back for another episode where we take a peek behind the curtain of the unsigned and independent scene here in the UK. Usually on our Barstool Music Show on Switch Radio, we explore the artist side of things, promoting their music, all that sort of stuff. However, on this podcast, we like to get to know the people behind the artists, the ones that are pushing their music for them, supporting them, inspiring them, whatever you want to call it. We've spoken to record labels, promoters. Last week we spoke to the brilliant team over at No Man's Land, an all-female festival happening in August up in Manchester. So if you haven't caught that episode, please do feel free to go back and check that out, but not before you've listened to this week's episode. This week, um, it's a bit of a treat, I caught up with Amelia Quinn, who is the brilliant country artist behind a great project called Whiskey Kisses. They're just there to support independent artists in every way, shape or form. You'll hear it in the interview. There's just so much that they do and so much more that they've got planned. So before I can just list off a bit of a few dry bullet points, let's just dive straight into the interview, um, of which I must apologise for the intro. It, it seems very blunt. Um, I don't know what I was thinking when I did it. Clearly not thinking, as always, as people who listen to my shows know. I don't often think before I speak. So before I can kind of mumble my words anymore, let's crack on. I will pass you to my past self and the brilliant Amelia Quinn for this week's episode of Inside the Industry. Amelia Quinn, it's a pleasure to meet you, and uh, you are the person behind Whiskey Kisses Promotions. I am, the pleasure's all mine, thank you very much. No I am the person behind Whiskey Kisses Promotions, tis Yeah, so to kind of sort of dive straight in the deep end, do you want to kind of give us a sort of brief background on sort of Whiskey Kisses and sort of what you do? Yeah, of course. So Whiskey Kisses um, started out as a live events promotions company in Leeds. This was because not very many of my friends were coming through Leeds, not very many country acts were coming through Leeds. And they were here in sort of Manchester and then sticking up to Scotland or Liverpool or Newcastle. Um, And so I just wanted to see more of it come through the city because there is a really vibrant music scene here. Um, And it was also a way of giving a platform back to the community that I'm part of um, genre-wise. I've been able to meet all these amazing people. I've I've made some incredible friends through those shows. It's been a pleasure to do them. And uh, obviously lockdown then happened and gigs didn't. Um, (laughs) And that kind of got me thinking, well, what, what else can I do then? Because being an independent artist you know I've obviously got some skills in the business behind me I also did yeah. a music business master's degree as well okay um, so that helps <laughs> definitely helps <laughs> um, so I've got a bit of knowledge and I've, I've always sort of wanted to do something else I wasn't necessarily only going to be an artist in the music industry but I knew the music industry was the industry that I want to work in and, and that's yeah. where my career lies um and so that kind of got me to thinking well how else can I do something for the you know the the genre community that I'm in for the independent artists for my peers who are up and coming um and that led me on to the current model that we have we're still doing live gigs we're starting those up in on the 7th of July again brilliant um but we're now doing um new services which include one-to-one mentoring for business and for well-being as well um, masterclasses, yeah. all sorts of stuff. So we're, we're doing something that you can sign up to and actually 
gain knowledge from people who've been there, done that, made the mistakes and can teach you not to do them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it could kind of be that sort of like stepping stone and learning curve yeah. for those that are just coming into it and kind of a bit deer in the headlights. Yeah. Kind of yeah. <laughs> so obviously, did it start sort of with you on your own and now do you have a kind of a team that you work with or is it still sort of mostly you carrying the uh, weight of it all? Um, well, the, the events is definitely me on my yeah. own. Um, you know, with the support of my partner, she does support me a lot and comes to all my gigs, which is great. Yeah. Um, helps me put the chairs out and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've, I've kind of grown it with, with these new services. I want to give the best that I can possibly give. And that comes with getting other people on board who have got different skill sets in different areas yeah. um, and different perspectives as well. And who can bring something new to the table and, and something to, new to offer um our artists and our subscribers so i'm now working with a team of four mentors including myself yeah um, and then we've got so so many um men uh, master classes but yeah. not all of them have been announced yet we're waiting on some dates some of them but that's okay. the master classes are a way of of getting extra knowledge outside of the mentors we're getting even yeah. more people in even more skill sets in you know we're including different things that you wouldn't necessarily get regular one-to-one mentoring for but a good overview you know like, yeah. like doing a quick PR and media masterclass a song development and introduction to recording software masterclass a meditative uh, masterclass yeah. you know that, that's yeah, something yeah. Well, well they're all quite sort of like especially with the sort of lockdowns and the uncertainty of studios and things it's all things that I think are worth knowing as an independent yeah. artist and it's great that you've kind of seen that sort of hole in people's knowledge and thought oh, I'm gonna fill it and um, yeah, definitely I think it's just having that support and having even the one-to-one -one is something that can be dipped in and out of we're not looking yeah my two main things with this is that we're not looking to tell anybody how they should or shouldn't run their career it's ultimately their choice yeah we're just going to give them the guidance from our knowledge you know from the mentors knowledge and their perspectives what they do with that information is up to them to put into yeah. action we're not doing it for them we're not telling them there's a right and wrong way because you know, five in, steps in, to marketing yeah, success yeah, <laughs> stuff like that it doesn't work it doesn't work yeah it might work for a few people and that's great but yeah. it's not going to work for the majority and yeah. it shows when you're using those kind of processes it does shows and it authenticity is like your best friend in any yeah. industry especially creative industries um so that's one of the things is just being all about you and what you want to do and, and giving you the tools to achieve your own goals yeah um and the other thing is just to be kind and not to sort of discriminate and say oh well you know you're not at this level or you should be doing it you know you've not got yeah these what are you trying to do that for calm down you know, if you want if you want to learn a bit if you're lacking it in a certain area yeah. you don't want to pay for a course that's going to teach you everything you already know plus that yeah. little bit extra you can dip in and out you can say okay well I know how to do social media but I don't know how to do physical press and and you know offline yeah. distribution how do I do that you can get a you know a one-to-one -one session to do that and then you don't have to pay all, all this money for a course to do yeah, it it kind, of, it kind of feels like um and, and I hope you don't get offended but like a BBC bite size yeah <laughs> <laughs> Kind of thing, dipping it out of it. Yeah. <laughs> you can choose what you want from it. 
It's bite size. Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say, I was like, I want to make the comparison, but is this going to be the end of the interview? <laughs> it's funny you say that because I actually did as as a vocalist. I actually did some yeah. for a BBC Bite Size. Oh, nice English revision. Yeah, there's, there's a couple of songs in the uh, English Literature GCSE BBC Bite Size that I sang. <laughs> Well, there you go. There's the link. <laughs> yeah. It's it's pouring off that BBC bite size yeah, influence. It must, it must. <laughs> You'll have to get one of those weird shark looking. Yeah. <laughs> I better say, as a disclaimer, I did not rip off BBC bite size. Yes. Yeah, no yeah, way yeah. affiliated. Yeah. <laughs> but if you'd like to be affiliated, <laughs> yeah, yeah. BBC, if you want to get in touch, you know why. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because well, it's nice that obviously you're doing it for a lot of other sort of up-and-coming artists. Did you have that kind of support? Because obviously you're a performer yourself. Like You've done some incredible country songs. Like I'm a big fan of your original music from when you first sent it over. Um, so did you have that kind of support in place when you were starting? Or is, is it the kind of lack of support that you may have had has urged you to try and fill that gap for other people? I think it's a bit of both. As I got older and sort of went to college and uni and stuff yeah. I went to music unis and got all that support because it was there that's what it was for yeah um but when I was a kid because I started gigging when I was about 11 okay. I had music teachers and they helped and you know, they you know they sort of did gigs and they helped um but when I sort of grew out of that yeah there wasn't a lot of guidance there wasn't a lot to say hey here's how you make a press kit here's how you know, you send emails to outlets. Yeah, like the college and the university taught you the kind of technical things, but there was yeah. nothing really to teach you the sort of, yeah. well, here's, here's the reality. Wow, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I think being a DIY artist, not everybody not everybody even has that amount of support. And, yeah. you know, not everybody has someone to say, hey, you know, that actually if you want to you wanna chart better or you want to reach more people. Yeah. I'm, I'm, very adamant about it's not all about the numbers and it's not all about the charts they certainly yeah. help you know yeah, yeah. Um, but even just reaching your audience reaching that audience that's going to absolutely adore what you do and connect yeah. with the music there are ways that help to go about that yes not all campaigns work you know for everyone you're not always going to use the same ones as someone else is using cookie cut approach doesn't work but there are certain yeah. things that are across the board and they're just industry standards and it's making the difference between saying oh well this is the formula of how to get famous <laughs> and you know this is the industry standard which will yeah. get you seen by more people and get you sort of taken seriously yeah there are anomalies there are always people that can go well I'm going to do whatever the hell I want and it works great for them and that's yeah. fantastic you know but then they are really famous because it is very rare that, exactly like, for me, that's yeah. one of their selling points so it's yeah. kind of looking at it I had a conversation with um one of the people that I'm mentoring today and I was saying it's really it gets really cold when you're yeah. looking at it like a business but at the end of the day if you want to make a go of it and it's in this extremely competitive industry yeah you need to look at yourself you're an artist you're a business and yeah. your songs they might be personal to you they might be great creations and this doesn't take away from that but they are a product and you are yeah. selling a product and that's kind of the black and white version of it very you know the foundation yeah, just, of it you're you're a business you're selling a product to sell that product you need to market however yeah. you do this that's the creative part that's the fun part that's the bit that everybody thinks oh i want to do that 
But then they have to you look and, and when you you've go got to accept it, that black and white part to begin yeah, with. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, but I'm not I'm not a product, I'm not a business, I'm not selling it. Well you are that you yeah. are selling something. Yeah. It's not it sounds really cold. No, but I, understand, be, I understand but, what you mean. Yeah, you've you've got to have that awareness at yeah. the very least. And it's about sort of saying that. I think there's a lot in, you know, my peers and I've seen them thinking, gosh, you could be so great. You could be reaching so many people that yeah. that because your music's so good and they're not getting that recognition or they're not getting that reach because they're not sure how to do it. And, and yeah. you know, these courses, they can be either really confusing or you can go to someone and they can look down their nose at you and be like, oh, why are you doing that? <laughs> Or you can pay loads of money out of someone else to do it for you and you're the wiser. There's no... Yeah. And that's what I don't understand. And that's why I've, I've done what I've done with Whiskey Kisses is to bridge that gap and say, well, hold on. You don't need to pay for a course and try and figure it all out yourself. Yeah. You also don't need to pay someone to do it all for you. Knowledge is power. That is going to empower you in yourself as an artist. It's such a nice feeling and so rewarding to do something and for it to work. And you're like, I did that. I made yeah. this thing. You know, I, I did this. But to have yeah. guidance along the way as well and, and not sort of just kind of be told, oh, well, you don't know what you're doing. You know, yeah. we're not, not about that at all. Yeah, like not not to be sort of put down and because no. it's quite as you said, like, it yeah, like, <laughs> like releasing songs, it's such a personal thing, and it's like a lot of musicians and like me, myself included can be very touchy. Yeah, <laughs> about your songs and like very protective. Well. Yeah, I think something that doesn't really get talked about a lot is how scary the experience can be for the artist yeah. facing the song yes they're selling something yes selling a product yes they're going through the campaign yes they're doing the interviews and it all looks fun and glamorous and wonderful yeah. but it can be downright terrifying yeah because you're putting your you're putting something that's come out of your brain that you've put on paper you've put on a voice note that you've then gone in put music to recorded it you spent all this time on it yeah and you're plopping this three minute, you know, average three minute song onto a streaming platform for the whole world yeah. to listen to. Anyone can go listen to that. And yeah. that's a little piece of you that you're putting out there. That's yeah. scary. Yeah. <laughs> that's really scary. And no one seems to talk about it. Yeah, I know. I, th I think it's one of the, because I remember talking to someone before and I says it's one of those things that you kind of, you, you hear the song for like, like as you said two to three minutes and then after that we it, for us it's finished the song is finished like oh yeah that was good but for the person who wrote that song it's the most important thing that they've done that's a snapshot in months. of their life yeah and that's if they've done all the campaign themselves as well and they've been really involved with it yeah even if they haven't even if they've got a PR person they've still done the song they've still created it that is the last god knows how long the last six to you know two to six months to a year yeah. of their life yeah in that little package so it's not just a matter of oh you've just put three minutes of music out on the internet it's that you've you've shared you've created this thing you've shared it with yeah. the world and if you when you don't have support behind you that's why it can be so disheartening to see something not do as well in the chart as you hoped it would or not get yeah. as streams as you hoped it would I mean I've I've part of the the you know the well-being is is to help with that because it can be really really disheartening yeah, well, I was going to pick up on that because um, you mentioned the well-being sort of mentoring yeah. and all that sort of I, I think that that's like a nice little extra touch that I feel that like big PR groups and marketing companies and all that, it's just for them, a band that sends an email are just a name. 
they do the campaign, they move on. Like, yeah. th- there's no sort of aftercare program for want of like a better. There really needs to be. Yeah. Uh, we're in an industry that, you know, like I said, it's a creative industry. You're putting little pieces of yourself out there. That's terrifying. You're also in an industry that focuses, God knows why, but it focuses a lot on image. Yeah. And that, that can be really triggering for people. That can be something really difficult. Yeah, for such an audio. Yeah. That. For such an audio specific industry, they give a damn about how you look. It's, like you know music's about it it's not nice for me personally I don't really yeah. care how you look but that, that that is the industry unfortunately right now that is the industry it's yeah. getting better yeah it's part, it. part of your branding it's part of how it is yeah. and some people are not comfortable with how they look a lot of people are not comfortable with how they look yeah and having to be I've, I've found as well even for myself being on live streams you are seeing yourself all the time yeah and that gets really unnerving. And I did have a moment where I just didn't want to do, I stopped doing live streams for a little bit. I didn't really make anything of it. And I yeah, haven't yeah. about this at all, but um, I'm going to now. <laughs> um, <laughs> but saving it up. <laughs> but I didn't do live streams for a little bit because I was yeah. so sick of looking at myself and it was giving me, you know, I, I have suffered with body image issues in the past. I have suffered with disordered eating in the past. It's something I spoke about. It's one of the songs of my Firecracker EP is based on that. I spoke about it when I put yeah. that out. Um, and I was and I was starting to get triggered by it by seeing myself all the time in the computer screen and when you're sat in a room on your own like you are playing to people they're there but they're not there yeah the little names in boxes you pick you pick at things or you know if if you're in that if your mind goes that way you can start picking on these I don't like that I don't like I don't like what I'm seeing and it can really you can get into a bad spiral especially with everything else going on yeah that can spiral and that's the same for so many processes you write a song and it gets deep into emotions that you're reliving and every time you play that song you relive those emotions that's hard that's really hard and so there's so many things that affect your well-being as a creative person any creative person most people they'll have things that affect their well-being and it's part of your job and you're not going to stop doing it because it's what you love doing yeah you have to learn to deal with it and there's not a huge amount out there that's specifically given to musicians to say, hey, we know you might not be okay. This is for you. Yes. As a musician, this is for you. Yeah. No, I, th- I think that's a beautiful sentiment. <laughs> <laughs> Very passionate about it. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Honestly, it, it, sa- it sounds so great that you've, like you said, you've noticed again, just a little, little hole that is just mus- musician specific. And obviously as an artist, you've got that first-hand experience to say, look, I know exactly what you're going through. It might not be the same experience, but I know what you're going to be thinking, how you're going to be feeling. Let's talk. Let's sort yeah. of it's, hold, it's hold hard hands to together kind help. of thing. It is yeah. hard to ask for help for anyone. And I think to have those services there that are literally labelled saying, you know, you, you are part of this, you're a musician, this applies directly to you. Yeah. Use them. Yeah. And it's sort of it's just making the make it easier that step easier because it's you know it's one thing to say okay right I need help I need to go on Google I need to find somewhere or I need to apply through my GP that's terrifying to go to the GP and say oh, I need some help I'm not right yeah, you know you get put on a six month waiting list yeah and then and then there's all those problems so if there's something 
you know if you need more you know you need gp help go to gp yeah <laughs> if you need something in the meantime or just a little boost or something we've got a confidence coach on there we're gonna yeah. like i said we're gonna have these meditation workshops on there it sounds it can sound silly and some people think oh meditation well, it's it can work um, and we've got a fitness coach on there as well because our bodies as well we need to look after those we need to yeah. look after our mind we need to look after our bodies we're musicians we're cripples yeah. <laughs> you know we, we sit in these awkward positions yeah time. <laughs> we're sat in you know in vans or buses we're sat doing admin on the computer we yeah. don't have good postures and you need to if you want that longevity of your career you need to be fit and healthy in your body as well yeah um, and so we've got we've got a, a physical fitness coach on there as well to cover that it does just feel like you've just thought of absolutely everything for musicians. Like, oh, there's there's more. I'm, there's I was because when I looked at when I looked at your inst- Instagram, I noticed you'd list listed a few things. I'm like, wow, they cover a lot. And then you're just like, oh, let me do this and this and this. It's like you are literally a one stop shop for any independent musician. That's, that's the aim. Just, that's the aim is to have yeah. it one roof. It's easy to find. Um, you know, you don't because that that's part of the really time consuming and tiring thing is to try and find these places and think of everything that you might need yeah. as well because there are certain services on there that you might not have thought of or you might not have thought you needed or you might not yeah. have thought oh actually yeah no that's the point like, I didn't even know that was a thing and you know it's it's just having them under one roof to be able to say right okay I want to do this what can I use to do this here are some tools directly in front of you we've got blog posts you know we're having guest blog posts from from some of the people that are going to come run master classes or just yeah. people experience in other areas as well so that's like a first sort of stop is those things reels like we're doing sort of little reels on instagram yeah they're quick tips they, those are already some little bits and pieces that you can benefit from there's no you know they're free they're there yeah. use them um and then you can get into the media stuff like the master classes and the one-to-ones and that yeah oh no it's and as it is it kind of like obviously you said like your aim sort of within leads is to bring a bit more of the the country style because are you mainly focused on country artists are you kind of open up to right right now we do have a heavy focus on country americana roots music um in the uk yeah but that's not to say that we're going to exclude anybody because they're from a different genre there are the majority of the business processes are applicable across any genres they're just music business like i said industry standards yeah um so we're not you know if if someone wanted to come along and they said oh well i'm actually a bit more you know indie rock or i'm, I'm a bit more sort of pop focused yeah that doesn't mean we can't help you and we won't help you we won't kind of turn a nose up and go oh you're not from agile yeah. no way um, <laughs> what you do around here <laughs> you're so welcome to have a look if we can help you we will it's just yeah. more on the contacts front we're not built for that just yet um, yeah we may not be able to give you a gig because we do have a certain genre um <laughs> specific gigs going on yeah but the, the sort of like classes of like the yeah startup sort of learning to home record those sorts of things they still apply yeah. sort of yeah absolutely. from the ground level it's just they'd maybe ignore the slide guitar and yeah <laughs> <laughs> those kinds of things <laughs> oh no it's been and sort of are you sort of excited to get back to sort of what started it all with the live events and have you found it quite easy to organize or has it been quite a massive paperwork (laughs) (laughs) well it's it's been interesting getting back into swinging and thinking right how can i do this again um (laughs) 
but it's a lot of fun and it's and I've just met so many people virtually through the different writers rounds that I've done you yeah. know through the internet the amount of artists that have popped up during lockdown as well is insane and it's yeah. so nice to see all of them come up and say hey I have an in-person gig that I can give you do you want to come play and yeah. finally meet these people face to face it's going to be great I think the scene has flourished yeah. over the last year in in you know in a time where it could have very easily yeah, the exact opposite yeah. flourished and thrived um i'm yeah. so very very excited to bring the fresh blood to leeds <laughs> <laughs> doesn't sound scary at all <laughs> <laughs> but no it because it, it i don't know about you but i don't know if you've noticed like with the lockdowns as you said the the scenes kind of flourished in that i think there's been a bit more of a sort of community spirit arrive yeah. into the music industry. Like I don't know if you've noticed it with artists you've spoken to or all that. They all seem to be sort of cross-platforming and helping each other and... Yeah, there's been a huge amount of cross Yeah. Like even from, you know, the most basic to round, people collaborating. And I think the fact that we've been so reliant on the internet to do this, like even if now we're speaking on, on yeah. Zoom, yeah. You know, this, a lot of these things wouldn't have been possible without doing these live streams, even picking up new fans and, and reaching different fans. You know, I know a lot of us have um, reached some international fans now, which we wouldn't have been able to do otherwise. Yeah. And I really do think that live streams and, you know, virtual co-writes and that kind of, you know, all these kind of things, they need to stay because yeah. they're a really positive thing as much as it's something that was negative that caused them to happen. There's been so many positive things that have come out of it and yeah. need to hang about. I think a huge bit of advice that I give to any artist is don't abandon the live streams because you're abandoning a whole set of fans that might not be able to come and see you in person yet. Yeah. So, so would that be something you'd sort of maybe try and arrange when you do your live sort of in-person gigs, sort of have the gigs it. live streamed? <laughs> Oh, yeah. it depends on the internet capacities. Yeah. Um, we don't want to put something out there and go, wouldn't be great. Down yeah. <laughs> um, but it's, it's definitely something I'm looking into. Um, yeah. And I do, yeah, I think they need to carry on. I'm carrying them on. You know, I've got um, in my my own artist stuff, I've got my fan group, and in that, I do a bi weekly live stream, which yeah. is just a catch up. And I mean, I'm not saying loads of people join it. But yeah it's nice to be able to go on and say hey how are you doing and have that direct communication um yeah it's, it's gonna be like you're back on stage and you haven't got the comments anymore keep looking life. down at them like to hold up and say what they're yeah. thinking <laughs> rather than clapping they can just hold up yeah, the just hold emoji. Up. tell us what you're thinking that's your comment section now yeah. <laughs> should have a big like button at the side of the stack yeah. <laughs> The gong, people come and gong them. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. It's another subscriber. <laughs> Joy, if you don't do that now, I'm gonna be very disappointed. <laughs> yeah, you just rock up with it like, what are those whiteboards for? Um, <laughs> you'll find out later. Don't yeah. worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> so, obviously, with as someone who has sort of like live streamed a lot and all those kinds of things. Uh, do you think that kind of move to a more sort of because we had all that whole create more content create more songs from that spotify bloke as though it's the easiest thing in the world 
do you feel that kind of that content creation has helped to further creativity rather than sort of run it dry? I don't think creativity will ever run dry. Yeah. Um, I actually that's so topical um, because there's a program on netflix and i can't for life me remember it's called (laughs) what i was watching with my partner because she's she's a really creative person as well she was a dancer she did you know she went to uni to do dance yeah Uh, she's a personal trainer and she's actually a fitness person um okay um, and she's also a photographer as well now she started yeah tamography if you want to go follow her Um, (laughs) um but we were watching this and it's all about creativity and, and how creativity works in your brain. Yeah. And it made the point that there's no original ideas. Your mm. ideas that come out of your brain are out of a melting pot of everything you've ever experienced and everything yeah. you've seen, heard. And it's it's you're picking things out of what you know to create something new. Yeah. So I don't think creativity will ever run out because there's always, you know, there's always going to be people who have brains who experience yeah. things and then put them into something else, and that'll be the new, new product, new creation, yeah. whatever it is, whether it's a song, whether it's a dance, whether it's painting, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, but I do have a small issue <laughs> with <laughs> telling people that okay, well, you need to create loads all the time. It's like, yeah. you need to put out a song all the time, every week, every month. You need to put something out. Yeah. No, you don't. You don't. There is something to be said for having relatively regular post schedules or regular-ish releases. Yeah. But as long as you're happy and you're feeling creative and you're not putting a huge amount of pressure on yourself to get something out yeah. all the time, that's fine everyone's on their own journey this isn't you know like i said this is not a cookie cutter thing everyone's different some people you know they'll release they'll release a single every six months some people release single every month some people release an album won't do anything you know won't put anything out for two years yeah working on other stuff don't put loads of pressure on yourself to you know to keep putting stuff out because one that will probably drain you more than anything else yeah you will still be relevant yeah, and, it, and I think if you, yeah, if they, if you kind of force it, it'll, it'll dilute it a bit yeah. too you much, I think, sometimes. You stuff out that you haven't fully finished, that you haven't put all of, yeah. your, you know, all of your craft into, that you, haven't, that you wouldn't put out if you didn't have that pressure. If you didn't have that pressure and you wouldn't put this thing out, don't put it out. Wait yeah. until it's finished. Give it more work. Give it more space to breathe. Yeah. Because as much as, you know, we are creative and our brains are probably going all the time more than we know, when you put that added pressure, it's not going to create your best work. And it's it's stuff that needs to breathe. It is a living, breathing thing, creativity. Yeah. You know, and you can't just kind of go, right, okay, well, I'm going to do something every week. Yeah. And then be like, crap, I need to do something every week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get like three weeks and go, oh, okay. Wait, wait, you can do that. That's amazing yeah. for a machine. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, if, if you can't do that, don't think because some person on the internet that has a lot of money has said that you should Yeah. Be, they don't yeah. know you. <laughs> yeah, like, I got a millionaire by doing this once a week. And it's like, oh, God. <laughs> no, no. Well, here, this is how you get 10,000 followers on Instagram. Yeah. Is it though? <laughs> Give are me £5,000 and I'll change your life. <laughs> That's the thing. Are, are they going to care though? Or is it just yeah. people that are clicking like on a bit of content? Because yeah. you know, you're a business, you're selling a product. 
these numbers don't mean anything if they're not people that are going to invest in your business and buy into your product and buy into you. Yeah. What you do I always think? Followers in the world, but if they don't care about your music, they yeah. don't mean anything. Well, because I always think that it's easy to like something on like um, a Facebook or in Instagram now. Like you can just go, oh, two taps, like... scroll on, take two taps, scroll on. <laughs> like... Yeah, but but it's it's. I think to follow someone, I think that I fall into the kind of organic marketing um bracket where I, I, I don't boost anything i don't sort of pay for advertising i just tag and kind of send it to a few friends and go please listen and <laughs> and then kind of hope that it grows because i think you feel you feel you get a bit more of a proper following then and yeah. you get the same people liking several posts and you're like okay you keep returning that that's good you're building like people that actually are interested in what you're saying yeah and what you've got to offer them you've created this thing dog um <laughs> created this thing and you're putting it out to the world but if no one's going to listen that's going to be really disheartening that's going to be a real knock to your confidence but yeah. if you're you know if you're going out and you're putting these out and you're finding these channels where these groups of people that will love your music and are real people <laughs> yeah <laughs> when they're sort of reside in their little corners of the internet and you're tapping into those then that's great because they're gonna you're you're giving them something that you've created that's going to enrich their lives. They're, they're going to enrich your career because they're going to buy into you and invest in you. Yeah. Um, that's that kind of relationship you want. And that's why I say, you know, numbers are great and all, but they're not the be all and end all of you and who you are as a creative. Yeah. Just because you don't chart very highly doesn't mean that your music's crap. Yeah. But I, I, I'm a big believer in sort of like, I don't look at, followers streams anything like that i just listen to the song is it good yes that's it's as simple as that for me kind of and that's thing. a really subjective thing as well yeah you know, not everybody's gonna like your music not oh yeah like definitely music, you know and um and i think that... trying to try and in vain to just go to the masses mm. you know listen to my song like <laughs> it enjoy it <laughs> like you know, me you're, you're picking up some people granted but you yeah know, you know, you know you're going to get a lot more rejections than you are people that actually want you. And that's part of playing the game and the business that can switch a lot of people off as well. Yeah. Is doing the marketing to find those groups of people that enjoy it. But without doing that, they might, they might never hear your song. And what a shame would that be? Yeah. How sad would that be if this person who your song is the one song that, that makes them feel so much better on that day. Yeah. But you're just posting it to the masses to try and get loads of likes and yeah. then it reaches them yeah no that that is an amazing sentiment and a nice loop back to the reason that you do what you do <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect <laughs> <laughs> but no amelia it's been amazing chatting to you and i could i could honestly sit and shoot the breeze for hours and hours and hours but like your dog's gone off my kids will probably go off in a yeah minute. i think my partner's phoning <laughs> me as well she's probably telling me <laughs> but no it's it's been incredible and i really sort of admire what you've done especially with the sort of well-being angle of the whole whis whiskey kisses Thanks so much. Yeah, no, so if anyone would like to benefit from any of your masterclasses and your... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's time for the admin. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sell you my product now. You're ready. Yeah, um, yeah so no, if, if anyone wants to get involved, um, they just need to go to whiskeykissespromotions.com. It's yeah. whiskey with an E, E-Y. I know okay. there are two spellings of it, so we're just going to... Yeah. 
put that in there. Um, if you want to follow on social media, it's again, it's Whiskey Kisses Promotions on both yeah. Instagram and Facebook. Um, all the information of the services is on the website. You know, the details of the masterclasses, they're on the website, as are the blogs and everything, if you want to dip into yeah. those. Um, if you want to know more about it, you want to have a chat with me, just DM me on Instagram or Facebook through the page. I'm more than happy to talk to people about it and see how we can help. Um, that's that's what it's all about at the end of the day. It's a community. I'm trying to build a community, build a family yeah. that help each other rather than being in competition with each other all the time. Yes, and I think that from doing the last couple of episodes of this, I think that is the prevailing thought of yeah. the industry nowadays, especially at the grassroots. Is just yeah, we need to help, not hold each other down. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, brilliant, Amelia. It's been terrific chatting, and I hope you have an amazing time running the business as the live shows open up lovely speaking to you yeah brilliant thank you very much so there you have it that was my interview with the incredible amelia quinn from whiskey kisses promotions i do urge you if you are an unsigned or independent artist and you want to kind of get to grips with the whole diy of it all then definitely do hit them up she's a brilliant person and it sounds like she's got a great team around her as well um, on a kind of personal note as well, Amelia herself does have her own music out there um, at Amelia Quinn Music. Please do go check it out. You will not be disappointed, especially if you're into Americana and that kind of stuff. And she's also got a new single dropping um, this coming July. So, yeah, do go do that. Um, so I hope you enjoyed that episode. I never know how to end these things. Uh, if you would like to kind of keep up to date with everything to do with Barstool Music UK, including the Barstool Music Show on Switch Radio and the various other things we do, you can follow us at Barstool underscore music on Instagram and Twitter and at Barstool Music UK on Facebook. Um, please also, while you're there, give Whiskey Kisses a follow. As Amelia said, Whiskey Kisses promotions. Um, you won't regret it. As she said, she's got some great little hints and tips on there as well that you can just access straight away. So do go do that. Now, to wrap up the show, every week I like to play a bit of a song connected to the project I'm talking about. So this week I thought it'd be great to highlight Amelia Quinn's music herself as it is really well worth listening to. So here is a track taken from her debut Firecracker EP, which is out now. So if you do enjoy it, please do go give it a lesson. List lesson? Listen. And until next week, I've been Luke Knowles, you've been listening to Inside the Industry, keep safe and I'll see you again soon.
Just how 